Um, real quick, uh, man, we, we um, started a new series last week, and, I, and I'm pumped about it. Uh, it's called Squad Goals. And, and last week, I just talked about what kind of, I, I just want to break down who we are as a church uh, before we open, technically open our doors. I know we've kind of had some new people come in. Uh, but for the most part, most of us are just core group of people that we've kind of been around, maybe if it was for a month, two months, maybe you've been with us from the very beginning when we were in a school. Um, but so I just kind of wanted to recapture before uh, we open our doors that this is the kind of squad that we are. This is, this is our squad right here. Um, and, and when we look back after uh, we go to our second service and we go to our third service and, and, and uh, we can remember these times and, and what that looked like. And so... Um, today's going to look a little different. Last week I told you it was going to be a 30-minute service, and I completely failed at that, completely failed. And, and so today I, I planned in such a way that uh, I would make sure that we can get out of here. And I got, well, that's not going to happen. We only got four minutes, but it's going to be a lot shorter than last week, I promise you that. And so here's what I want to do. Uh, for This week, as I was praying and asking God, uh, man, I just being up here working and asking God what He wanted to do this Sunday, uh, and, and talking about our squad goals. He, he, I felt like he just dropped something in my spirit and said, hey, why, why don't you just let some of the squad talk? Uh, a lot of the times squads have leaders and that leader's always talking. And, and as the lead pastor, this is uh, what I feel God has called me to do. Open up the word of God to handle the truth and, and to, to bring it to you, to, to build you up in your faith and our faith. Um, but sometimes I think we need to hear from other people and, and so this morning, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we're going to turn our attention to the screen because I want to play something. And I want you to listen to it, watch it. And then we're going to hear, as the video plays, if I invited you, uh, you know who you are. Will you please make your way up to the stage as this video plays? Go ahead and turn your attention to the screen. Make your way up to the stage if you're one of the families. A little over two years ago when I was sitting in my garage and my wife said, man, if this is what we need to do, this is what we need to do. And I remember when God just reminded me that uh, I was praying, man, what are we going to call our church? And he, he just reminded me of two words that people had said. And he said real. And so real church, 
uh, started, and, I, and I, we, my wife and I began praying, and we were wondering, man, well, how do we cultivate this vision? How do we bring forth this vision? Who's going to come? What's going to happen? And are we really going to make a difference? I remember from the very beginning, my very first words, how many, raise your hand if you were in the very first service of Real Church at the school, okay, about half the room. If you don't remember, uh, my very first words that I came up and I said uh, were, were strategic and I will never forget them and I still mean them to this day. I turned on my mic and I looked at everybody sitting in the crowd and I said, I refuse to pastor a pretty church. I don't know if any of you remember that. I refuse to pastor a pretty church. What does that mean? Man, I, I, I refuse to pastor a church that on Sundays we come in and we, you know, we dress our best and we look our best um, and we put on a smile and we pretend like nothing's going on in our life and, and we leave. We don't talk to each other. We don't see each other. And we don't really make a difference in our community. And I just remember the Spirit of the Lord just reminding me, it's, it's easy to impress from afar. It's easy to impress from afar, but I don't want to be a church that impresses. I want to be a church that impacts. I want to, make a ch I want to help build a church that impacts uh, us as a family of faith, and I want to be a church that impacts our city. And I'm going to go even further. I want to be a church that impacts the Permian Basin, and it doesn't stop there. I want to be a, a, a church that impacts our state. I want to be a church that impacts our country, and I want to be a, state that, or a church that impacts the world. Some of you are saying, oh yeah, that's, that, that's real cute. That's, that, that sounds cool. But I, how many of you know that if we really believed Jesus when he said, go and make disciples of all nations, what if we really believed that? What if we really believed that we could make a difference? Because I think we can. I think we can make a difference in here. I think we can make a difference in our workplace. I think we can make a difference in our families. I think we can make a difference in every area where somebody from real church steps foot in. But we have to really believe that. How can we do that? Because we have, to, we have the presence of God. We are carriers of the presence of God. Our children are carriers of the presence of God. That's how we make a difference. And today I just wanted to remember the difference that we're making. It's easy for me to come up here and tell you the stories that are happening. But I wanted you to hear it from their mouth. And so uh, you, you guys, you're going to have like two minutes. All right? Maybe even a minute. And, uh, and I just want you to share your heart. And I specifically asked some of these people, some of these people have been us from the, with us from the very beginning, most of them. Um, and so they've seen the journey that we've taken. Um, these are only one of them, maybe two of them, are from when we started in a home. And so, uh, Claudia, I believe you're first, so if you could step up. Y'all give Claudia a round of applause and she's going to share her heart. Don't be scared. Come up here, come up here, come up here. I've been with Real Church since day one, and to me, Real Church is a place of grace. Um, as broken as I am, I can help lead your kids, and I don't know why I'm crying, <laughs> but I'm thankful to be able to do that. Thank you. I want y'all to know, if you have toddlers and kids, wait, 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 wait. She's special to me because she's my sister-in-law too. Uh, she's family uh, by marriage, and, but if you have kids, Man, the, she pours into your kids. She pours into your kids. She loves your kids. Um, and so if you ever see her serving in the back, uh, man, make sure that you tell her thank you. So, Claude, we love you. We thank you. Um, 
Hi. When, when Carlos first asked me to do this, I didn't know how to put into words what real church meant to me. I mean, I know a lot of people in this room have watched me grow up quite literally and as I continue to grow. And to me, the thing that means the most is all of you guys, the person standing next to you, sitting next to you. I think that our church family, I'd put it up against anybody else's. And I think that we're here for each other and to know that the person sitting next to you has your back and will be there for you no matter what. To me, that's the biggest blessing anybody could ever ask for. Thank you. Amen. Brayden and Ashton, she sings, um, man, you, thank him if you have youth students. He's been helping out in our youth ministry uh, with our youth pastors, Fabian and Natalie, and I know he's a blessing to them. Um, and, and I believe he's got a call on his life. I don't know if he knows this, but I know he's got a call on his life and a purpose, and God's going to, God is barely, he hasn't even touched the surface of what God is going to do in his life, so I'm thankful. Y'all give him a, one more round of applause. JC, you got a joiner. There you go. I lost my other half. <laughs> well, if I can say anything about um, what real church means to us and to me specifically, it's that I expect miracles. And so um, I always remember and I try to encourage everybody around us that what you can do is this small compared to what God can do. And if you just let him, he is going to make a miracle happen. And we can, be we can testify to all the miracles that he's done in our lives, with our marriage, and um, with everybody else around us. We see miracles every day. Yeah. Well, I'm just humbled. Uh, like Carlos talked about where we came from, the hot school, gym. You know, and uh, setting up chairs and setting up the sound system every weekend. And so I'm just humble what the Lord is doing. All I can say is don't get comfortable because this guy and his, and his team have visions. And it's funny because last week he was talking about, I can't wait till our next building. You know, like we don't even have, walk we don't even have doors <laughs> on the bathrooms yet. And he's already talking about giving this place to another church. And like, man, our next building. And like, like wow. So don't get comfortable. We're going to be leaving, right, to another place. Probably better. Uh, but anyway, so I'm just, I'm just proud to be of this church, and I'm happy to see everybody here. It's, it's amazing, it's, but it's not surprising. So I'm just looking forward to the future of this church. Amen. This family has been key to Real Church. They open up their home every week to an RG, um, and they would probably tell you they have the best RG. And uh, I'm just super thankful for them. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, and, it, and it's a compliment to them. From the beginning, uh, I knew my age. I've, I've been open about my I'm 30 years old. I'm young. Uh, some would even say still young and dumb. Uh, and so I was praying that God would put people around me, and that's why we have a board, every single one of them older than I am. But I would pray that God would send more wisdom to our church. And when them two showed up, Karina and JC, I, I knew from the beginning. You could just see it on them. You can see the way they, they carry the presence of God. Uh, that they are full of wisdom, full of love, ready to serve at any moment. And, and I'm just super thankful for this family. So y'all give it up for them one more time. Thank you, guys. Miss Courtney. Good morning, guys. Um, my story about Real Church, I think God is working on me. And Pastor 
Carlos, when I first started, um, I had to go into the nursery. And then the Lord put Pastor Carlos' kids in there. He put his nephews, his nieces, everybody. But um, also, I'd like to tell you, Pastor Carlos will forget about some stuff. <laughs> and after that, but thank God for his wife. But since I've been here, you know, it's growth. It's, the Lord is still working on me. It's different because I grew up in a black Baptist church, and it's different from this, but it's a good difference. And God is still working on me because it's a, you know, from back then to now, it was like different rules and stuff. Everything was this, this, that. But now, like, God is still pushing me and doing different things in my life. So I can't wait to see what God is going to do for real church. I kind of see some of it now. I mean, we just have to follow the pastor, keep praying, and reading our word. Yeah. I'm thankful for this woman right here. My wife and I are, and, uh, man, she takes care of our babies. So if you drop your babies off, uh, that's opening up pretty soon, so make sure that you appreciate it, because you, your kids are bad. Yeah, your kids are bad. <laughs> My kid? My kid's bad. <laughs> Y'all give it up for Courtney. Sebastian, you want a mic too? Oh, Lord, I need one. <laughs> um, when we first came to Real Church, I think it was kind of a stage in my life when I felt really lonely. I had maybe two or three friends in my life that I felt like I could really count on. And my husband and I don't have family here in Midland. We each have a brother in Dallas, and then the rest of our family is probably thousands of miles away. And Real Church has become our family. We have people that we can pray with and that we can celebrate with and that we can cry with and that we can learn from and become better people from and that our kids can learn from. I mean, the conversations that our kids have, it was really important for us to find a church that our kids could enjoy the youth program and they could grow in the youth program. And so to, to be able to have conversations with them about God and about their friends and their relationships that, that they're developing um, has been really special and really meaningful. And we are thankful every day for being a part of Real Church. Uh, we are the Vasquez family and uh, we are best friends with the pastor's family. We're barbecue every weekend. Um, I think Real Church came to us at the right time. We <clears throat> were in the process of moving, uh, not because we don't love our town, but because we don't have family here. So we found home. Now until, until that comes, we are probably will move eventually, but not, not yet. So we don't know what God has out there for us, but until that time comes, we will be here pouring into our church and obviously into our community. That's what uh, we see in this church, it's just a family, a big, huge family that hopefully it'll grow one day, even bigger. Uh, the other thing is, being a man, uh, it, it is hard to open up. And here at Real Church, I think that it, it showed me that we can open up to other men and being humble. And we go through stuff, but we will not talk about it. And here, I feel like we can do that without being judged. And that's how I feel. I love our church. So, thank you. Jesus! <laughs> I'm thankful for this family uh, from day one that they stepped foot into real church. Uh, we had no relationship 
and we've just cultivated our friendship and I'm just super thankful, God willing, uh, Kristen's going to be our new kids director soon, uh, and I'm pumped about that. Maybe she hasn't, she hasn't told me no, so uh, we're, we're going to still pray on that, but I'm just thankful for this family and what they mean to real church. Uh, they, they embody what real church means. They're just real people. You hang out with them, uh, they're real people, and, and I'm thankful, and they just love Jesus, and, and everywhere they go, they're pointing people to Jesus, and so, man, y'all give it up for them one more time. Thank you, guys. And then our last family, um, and I'm not going to talk long about them because I'll get emotional, uh, but they're going to share a little bit uh, what real church means to them. Yeah, so um, I actually worked with Pastor Carlos before real church, and I remember the very first time that I met him, we had a staff meeting, and I walked in, and I heard Pastor Carlos say, one day I'm going to have a son named Legend, and I'm going to have my own church. And I was like, I was thinking about that last night, and I was like, man, that's such what I was going to, one thing that Real Church has meant to us is faithfulness. And I was like, man, he spoke that before we even knew we were going to be connected now. And um, that's what Real Church has been a big part. It's been a lot of things to us, a lot, a lot of things. Um, all good, but it's been a picture of God's faithfulness, because if you were to sit down and hear the stories um, see the thread, just how God's so, he's so detailed and he's so good and how he's put everything together one step at a time, not two steps at a time, but one step at a time it comes together. Um, just to see his hand in it all, we're living in his faithfulness, we're sitting in his miracle and so um, that's been awesome to see. It's been great, it's been an adventure, it's been a good place for us to plant roots. You know, we have little ones, we want a good healthy church to um, raise them in, and so it's been a great place to plant roots, and um, just last night I was talking to the Lord, and I was like, Lord, what else has, like, what has real church, like, what, you know, just kind of talking to him about right now, and honestly, a big part is we don't know everything of what real church means to us, because right now, those of us sitting in our chairs right now, we're in the middle of a story being written, because we're such a new church, those that are sitting in, if you join in and, and you, you um, grab a hold of what God has here, you will be a part of a history-making church. A lot of great churches here in Midland are established, and you go and volunteer. So you come in not like on the pioneer um, first level, I guess you could say, but here you have a front row seat to partner with you know, the Lord and us and those beside you and to really make an impact for um, Midland. So if you're new, welcome and let's, let's join hands and see God's faithfulness continue to, to go. Mm. Now it's my turn. What real church means to me is, uh, the name says it all, it's real. And that, that's, I think, uh, when we first started, I was like, man, I'm going to take a break. I've been, to, I've been to two churches. I haven't been saved all my life. I know you guys probably know that. Um, but I'm like, man, if there's something I could grab out of something, it's real. Real, recognize real. I said that since day one. I said it before I was saved. You know authentic people. You know people that are not just going to say, hey, I'm for you, but I, I, I'm for you. And uh, this has been just a home of just, just different people going through different lives, going through different situations, different struggles, but we all come together because we all love Jesus. And that's, at the end of the day, we just want to point them to Jesus. 
and to be involved in the backgrounds of a lot of stuff that's going on. You could look around and see, man, God, we don't have to have it all together. And that's life. Our building is not all together. But what we do have is Jesus, and he's the only one that we need. But uh, there's so many places that probably wouldn't have opened up like this. But you know, we're just real people going through real things, planning a real church, because we love a real Jesus. And that's our heart. I love you guys. Love real church. Thank you for the, the pastorship, the mentorship, the leadership. And we're just grateful. Amen. I'm thankful for this family. One of the, yeah, give them a rope. When I was praying and asking God, I, got, I said, God, I need a right-hand man. I, I need somebody from my wife and I who's always going to be there, who's going to love this place as much as my wife and I do, love you as much as we do. Uh, uh, and I remember him sitting on my couch, and I pulled out my computer, and I flipped it open, and I had designed the Real Church logo, and I just turned it around to him, and I was expecting him to jump up. If you know him, he's, all, he's 100 all the time. I thought he was going to jump up and like, let's go, let's do it. When are we starting? And he just looked at it. And he nodded his head. He goes, all right, we'll go pray. And I love that about him because he, he, he's, they're always seeking the Lord first in all that they do. And he finally came back and, and I, man, it stressed me out. I was like, babe, you think they're going to say no? Surely they're not going to say no. And, and, and they came back and, and they said yes. And they've been uh, faithful to real church. And, and I want you to know this family does more for you than you'll ever know. Um, and they mean so much to me. And one day I'm going to uh, I, I just, man, you, you guys know how I feel about them, and so I love you guys, and I'm super thankful for y'all. Y'all give it up for them one more time. I've always said that we'll never, there'll never be a Sunday where you don't get Bible, and so if you have your Bible, if you're just jotting notes, uh, go read this today, and, and it says this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20 through 22, it says, built on the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. We've always said that, that this church is about Jesus. It'll always be about Jesus. It's built on Jesus. I really believe in the scripture that says that he will build his church. It's not my job. It's not, it, 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 we're, we're a part of it, but the, the size of our church, the growth of our church, God building it doesn't depend on me. It depends on Jesus and Jesus alone. And it says, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together. We're being built together. We're being built together. Why do I send out those texts? Why, do, why does the staff send out texts to remind you, church? Hey, get, get in an RG, get in a real group. Why is that so important? Because we're doing this together. I don't know if any of you have ever been a part of a, part of a team. Uh, I grew up playing sports my whole life. And when somebody missed, there was always a part missing that time. Man, we're so-and-so. We're so-and-so. Where are they at? Man, we're really struggling in this area. Why? Because we're being built together. So when I ask you, I text you, especially all you men. Man, where you been? I miss you. I miss you. Hey, get your family to church. It's because there's a small piece that is missing and maybe I, may, maybe somebody in our church needs you and, the, and you need them because we're being built together into a dwelling place for God think about that think about 
the weight that that's put on a church. That we're being built up together. Why? For what reason? For a place for God. And we've said it from the beginning that real church will be a place of grace. This place, you bring your whole self in. This place, everyone is welcome. This place is where people will encounter the working miracle of God where he can change their life forever. But we're, we got to do it together. We got to do it together by the Spirit of God. This week in our RGs, we watched a video and we, we've been going through a four-week study and, and this last one was, what if, the whole study was called What If? What if? What if we were honest? What if we were real? What, what if we actually cared? And then the last one was, what if we got off the couch? And, I'll, and I've said it from the beginning, and I'll keep saying it. If this is a place where you think you come in, grab a donut, get a cup of coffee, and then we'll see you later, you're in the wrong church. We're probably not the church for you. We're a church where we serve people, we love people in any capacity that we can. And God has gifted every single one of you to do that. And the last one was, what if we got off the couch? And this, th today, after hearing everybody, I hope you know that one, we're making a difference. We're making a difference in people's lives. We're making a difference in marriages. We're making a difference in how we raise our children. We're making a difference how we walk into our workplace. We're making a difference how our children walk into their school. We're making a difference. But I refuse for it to stop here in this room. And so for the next six to seven weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, the Lord's been putting it on our heart, and I think the study just uh, solidified it. He was saying, man, we need to do something for Thanksgiving. We need to do something for our city. We need to impact our city. We need to make a difference in our city. And the only argument that I can think was, God, there's not many of us. There's not many of us, God. And he goes, what are you talking about? This started out with 10 of you. You can make a difference. And so, starting next week, it'll be week one of, I'm calling it Operation Turkey. Operation Turkey. And each week, all of us are going to bring something different. Why? Because we're doing this together. Next week is corn week. So when you're at the grocery store, man, grab a couple of cans of corn. It's cheap. Grab a couple of corn. Hey, get crazy. Don't get, don't get the cheap kind. Get the good kind. We want people to have the best Thanksgiving that they can have. Because of the Sunday before Thanksgiving, God willing, all of us are going to have our real church shirts on, and we're going to stand in front of our new home. And every car that drives up, we're going to put a box inside their car, and we're going to make a difference. And we're going to bless our community. But we have to do this together. So week one is corn. If you get anything out of today's service, you thought you were going to get a deep spiritual thing, bring corn. Because guess what? We're going to make a difference as a church. We're going to make a difference. We stand here.